What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's up, it's Johnny King, and I got to be honest with you. If you, well, no, I would say, since you're listening, (laughs) I would say uh, chances are great that you are a man or a woman who are doing the work. And by the work, I mean like the heavy lifting of healing and looking introspectively at yourself and your upbringing and all the other things, right? Ultimately to what? to be able to heal and to have a happier and more fulfilled life, right? Excuse me. So uh, making that assumption, if that's not you, then welcome to my podcast. Uh, I hope you like it. (laughs) But I would say for most of us that are doing the work, um, I have a love-hate relationship with, quote-unquote, the work. And sometimes I even get annoyed with that, (laughs) that coin um, because sometimes I just, uh, I just get, it's just, it's just heavy. It's just, it gets too intense or I get burned out on personal development and growth work. And yet there are also times that I realize I'm totally in a funk. And when I actually start leaning into, um, you know, education and, and having new insights, I get so much energy out of it. I love, I love growing. I love new insights. So having said that, uh, I've been in a couple different uh, courses this year, improving my skills and uh, skill sets, if you will, towards coaching, and I've really been enjoying it. Some of the things that I've learned, uh, I mean, more recently, over this last year, one of my biggest uh, impactful mentors has been Christine Hasler. I had her on the podcast towards the end of 2020 when she just said certain things that I was like, man, (laughs) I really need to hire this woman. So I hired her as my coach uh, last year, 2021, and so many things that she taught me uh, and things that she continues to teach me have impacted my life just tremendously, both she and her husband, Stephanos. Excuse me. I feel like I have something in in my throat. I probably should stop recording and and get that handled, right? Um, But no, the show must go on. So uh, recently, something that I learned from her, which makes so much sense, and I'll pass along to you, are things that I've been thinking about and kind of uh, expanding upon. She taught me recently that uh, depression is often the result of repression and suppression, right? Men, particularly, right, and I think about it in terms of my own upbringing, we're taught to uh, repress our emotions, right, Um, either overtly or covertly. Overtly would be like, you know, 
having a uh, some type of role model or older adult figure maybe saying like boys don't cry and suck it up and um, you know all those various things right covertly I feel like I learned to quote unquote suck it up and not express emotions just by watching cartoons uh, never seeing superheroes cry or show emotion or vulnerability um, some of my uh, you know, idols growing up, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Michael Jordan, um, Magic Johnson, various sports, you know, athletes and various other things. They always seem like they were stoic, never really showing a whole lot of emotion other than when they won. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. And so I think they're, uh, when you think about how movies and various other things have impacted us as men to to show us that uh, we've got to, you know, not express our emotions uh, and just to get on with it, um, has cultivated a, you know, an idea that we have to suppress or repress uh, our wants, our emotions, our needs, right? But those need to come out. Those emotions, that energy needs to come out of us. And when it's not and it's kept inside, uh, we either boil over and uh, burst and we have outbursts of anger um, or just, you know, crazy highs and lows. Um, Or we take on, you know, uh, coping mechanisms survival mechanisms that are increasingly debilitating. And the bigger the emotions get within us that we don't let out, the bigger the coping mechanisms have to become, right? So what first might have been a glass of wine or a beer at the end of the day, then becomes two, then becomes three, then next thing you know, you're an alcoholic, right? And then if it's not alcohol, then it becomes, you know, pot or uh, harder and harder drugs, right? It becomes porn and then harder porn and then, uh, you know, affairs, right? Um, various other things that just, we keep kind of upping the ante when those are just uh, <clears throat> coping mechanisms, problem-solving solutions that we've come up with, Right? So I think it's worth taking a look at something feels right or wrong, right? We don't uh, really trust our instincts when we meet people or when we have uh, certain decisions, business or family decisions, and we are deeply disconnected. Now, a lot of times uh, when I've worked with clients myself, I've, I've asked, you know, do you have a mindfulness practice? And like even uh, a couple of nights ago at my meeting of men, Mike Idala asked, how many of you guys have a mindfulness practice? And about half of the, the group, half of the, the, the room and the group. And I said group because that's a combination of room and group. <laughs> Uh, it just was interesting that uh, some of the guys have like mindfulness as in like journaling 
or uh, meditation, prayer, um, that sort of thing, right? And yet the other half didn't. And that's neither good nor bad. I think everyone should have some sort of mindfulness practice, even if it's just like a, you know, gratitude, giving gratitude before they go to bed or something like that, right? Now, when we get angry, especially if you suffer from nice guy behaviors and you keep a lot of that anger and resentment repressed inside, it takes so much energy to keep that in that uh, we actually do need a healthy way of of letting it out. But because we keep it inside, it turns into, like I said, that anger, that rage. And so oftentimes people will ask, um, could I just not do something like, um, you know, work out, uh, go into the forest and scream or get into my car and close the windows, obviously, and scream and hit the steering wheel or hit a pillow or, you know, do something like that. And I've learned that, uh, albeit that that might be helpful um, in the moment, it really doesn't actually help you release the energy long term. It's cathartic, right? And so I've learned more recently about this whole idea of emotional release versus emotional recycling. And I've done, for a lot of my life, emotional recycling, right? Where... Um, you know, there's been times that I've been just in a horrible mood, right? And I'll think about past uh, broken relationships. I'll think about my, uh, you know, the things that I've done that I'm not happy or, or proud of. And, you know, every once in a while, I, you know, I'll hear a song and I'll just start to cry, right? And one might think like, oh, that's, that's good. You need to let it out. But the problem is with that type of crying, or let's say you even break up with someone or you lose a job or whatever, like showing that, getting that emotion out is, is, or expressing that emotion is good, right? But I've learned that there's a difference. And that reason, the emotional recycling is when you are experiencing an emotion, but you're doing it through the lens of critique or judgment or shame or guilt, right? And you're crying, but you're making it worse, you know, worse and worse and worse. And you're just going over it over and over and over again. You're recycling it, you know, like you're going in a circle. And oftentimes we can feel a little bit better in the moment just because maybe, we, you know, we're exhausted and we've let some emotion out or we've screamed or yelled or that sort of thing. But we don't necessarily feel like the emotion or the, the energy has moved up and through us, right? So that's emotional recycling when you do it through the lens of criticism or judgment, okay? Compare that to emotional release. Emotional release is more where you do kind of maybe the same thing. You're crying, you're hitting a pillow, you're screaming, you're out into the woods and you're yelling, you're getting out the anger, but you're doing it through the lens of compassion. You're doing it through the lens of love and empathy and, uh, and kind of being a parent for yourself by expressing, you know, it's okay. All of you is welcome. You're safe. You're loved. uh, And all of this is valid feelings, right? And through that, you can genuinely kind of, I guess, emotionally hold yourself or hold space for yourself to just feel the emotions of whatever's coming up, 
and not making it right or wrong, right? But just experiencing them. And then when they've subsided and moved out of you, then you can, you know, go on with your day. And I, the, the way that I've experienced that is, is night and day, you know, one, I'll feel exhausted, but still feel really kind of agitated and frustrated and still feel like energy is blocked, stuck within me versus the other where I just feel like I'm so much more at peace. I'm grounded. Um, I've moved the, the energy, like I said, up and out. And I didn't realize that there was a there's a difference between that. I really thought that like, oh, a healthy way of anger management is to go into my room and scream into the pillow and hit the shit out of it. But a lot of times I've still done that through, like I said, a ton of criticism and shame. And I'm like, I'm I'm like, how could you fucking do that? You know, no wonder this happened or no wonder that happened because you're a fucking idiot and you're not smart enough. Like it's all those those inner um, debilitating conversations or critiques that we all do, that uh, that is what prevents the energy and the emotion to really actually move through us and move out, right? Otherwise, that frequency of criticism and shame on top of the, the guilt or the sadness or the loneliness is one of the things that's at the foundation scientifically of what, what breeds dis-ease, disease in the body. And so I think it's worth um, considering. You, you, you're really looking at, you know, when was the last time you really uh, got some emotion? If you're feeling heavy emotions of anger or rage or sadness, loneliness, when's the last time that you actually connected with yourself, made a healthy space for you? And for me, I have to kind of go in my room, lock my door, put my eye mask on, like lay down my bed, <laughs> scream into the pillow if I have to. Oftentimes it's not actually anger. What's below that anger for me, and I think for a lot of men, is sadness, loneliness, shame. Um, and so sometimes the, the anger, doing the anger first is the, the gate opening to the, to the sadness. So I don't know. I think that's uh, something I'm learning and evolving through and something I'm helping other clients of mine to work through and I hope that you know supports you as well Um, because I think if you don't like I said you don't get those things out and you continue to repress them suppress them then it's going to depress you (laughs) them right Um, what you suppress will ultimately depress so I hope you uh hope that resonates does for me at least i imagine if uh if you're a fan of the show and you're listening that uh these concepts are things that hopefully aren't overwhelming but that uh you listen to the podcast episodes because you're looking for some type of little nugget that you can take and think about throughout the day until the next episode comes out so i appreciate you always listening checking in with me um i hope that you Have an amazing rest of your day. Do something kind for someone else. uh, And at the very least, do something that's kind for you. And that is maybe put put aside the judgment and the criticism and the critiquing. And instead, just hold space for the little one inside you, the little boy, the little girl that really just needs to to be seen and to feel safe and to be heard. And uh, I think you start to do that as I'm working on it too. 
that you'll find greater levels of peace and fulfillment. Until the next episode, thank you for joining me. We'll catch up with you on the next one. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.